o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Thursday to you. Ooh, there's the can opening up. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We'll have Mike Schaefer in for the entire 7 o'clock hour, as we do every Thursday, as Sip takes a nice drink of LaCroix to start off the show. Is that refreshing to you? Oh, what do you think? Well, you have no coffee. It's back there. It's ready for you. I'll have some. I just want to start off with some Typically, LaCroix. people get coffee before the show begins, you know, to let it percolate in them. <laughs> All right. I don't know about that. This gets my voice ready. Does it? Yeah. How's my voice now? Sparkling water gets your voice ready? It's, my voice is sparkling. It also can cause burping, which is a, you know, a side effect of drinking uh, LaCroix. That's a side effect of everything. No. No. Not everything causes bur- burping. Some stuff. Not true. Causes it more That's than carbonated. It's meant to cause burping. Mm. So we'll see if you can hold. See what we're talking about today. Yeah, that Eric Church thing is interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about Eric Church canceling his concert to go watch Duke, North Carolina on Saturday instead. You know, I asked my wife about that. I'll tell you what she said. She's okay. a, she is a huge Eric Church. I'm fan. really interested. To she hear. saw him in Lincoln. Yeah, we should have Elizabeth on more often. Well, she goes to work at you know six forty five. It's tough. She can call. She could, but I'll, I'll I will give you the perspective of an Eric Church fan I got from her last night. Okay. I like that. And then we'll ask. Uh, I want to hear what. And you know what else we're going to do? We're going to get Harrison's opinion. Yeah, we'll get his side. Harrison, yeah. do you know anything about that? All right. Okay. I want to get Harrison. We'll just, we'll just assume. So Harrison's not a, a country fan. A huge, you know, he, he likes some country. But we'll ask if it was your favorite artist in this happened. So in, in, this, in this situation, if it, if it was Kid Cudi for Harrison, he canceled out a concert he was going to go to for this. How would he respond? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, let's just stop right there. That that's that's at six forty five though. We'll address People, that. are the are our cameras on? Yeah, they're on. So we can, can wave me, to them. Hello, everybody. You can see me picking apple out of my teeth. Yeah, the Sauter Heyman video stream is open on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch for you to check out. Apple tends to get in your teeth. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, Pretty much all about, the time. We're going to talk about O'Shawn Mathis later. We are. We're going to get to O'Shawn Mathis. Got some uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, I do too. We have plenty of thoughts on O'Shawn Mathis, who will be visiting for. The spring game next Saturday. That's official as of yesterday. And we have thoughts on from yesterday's practice. Yes, we do. We'll, begin, we'll, be, uh, we'll start with that. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. We heard from Mark Whipple. We heard from Sean Becton yesterday. We heard from others as well. We heard from Whip. Whip. Your boy, Whip. <laughs> Your boy, Whip. I'll t- yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Um I believe that whenever Sean Becton talks to the media, okay. it's a good day because he's very okay. he's very illuminating. I'll tell you the illuminating aspects of it. And you, hit, how about this? You just stop me when you think it's Kool Aid, too much Kool Aid. Okay, just 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 literally say stop. Should I say it at some point? Is is it a given? I don't know. You might not. Okay. 
I mean, I'm, this is not. I'm not presenting. So this. I am going to assess if it's too much Kool Aid. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna. Pre- I'm not presenting this as Kool Aid. This is from Sean Beckton's mouth. Yeah. I'm thinking of wet blanket and Doc and guys that'll say, okay, um, <laughs> and I, and I'll try to balance. The, well, we can balance the discussion too. Okay. The things that were interesting yesterday. Okay. Um, I would say it was most interesting hearing. Sean Becton tell us that the two standard parts of spring that's defining elements of 11 practices out of, you know, out of 15 total that in the spring season on April 9th, the defining elements to him are the, there's, it's been very physical. Okay. That's fine. No, um, no Kool-Aid problem there. He said the physicality has been consistent and he said it's been chippy um i'm gonna get you exact quote so far the kool-aid is fine okay well it's just one well i'm I'm just telling you that sometimes one time can be enough on the kool-aid i've heard quotes off the past so well that's too much kool-aid to begin with that that one's fine we're we're good to go so far so good um for what this is what this is exactly what sean becton the tight ends coach, the only remaining offensive coach from last year's staff, right? Yes, that's right. The only one. He said, the best thing I've seen is the physicality on both sides. It's been a really, really chippy spring ball. That's what you need to prepare for the Big Ten. Guys are physical, fighting and finishing on both sides of the ball up front. Even the receivers and DBs are doing a better job of finishing to the ball. Um, okay, he said a couple things interesting. He said, we haven't had any practice where there's been a – we haven't had any practices where there's been a lull. Coach coach has done a great job of getting the guys motivated. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he meant Scott Frost. But he said it starts on special teams with new coordinator Bill Bush. This is what Becton said. We're, we're good so far, by the way. We're still good. This is what Becton said about Bill Bush. He sees those guys early in the morning and gets those guys motivated to go. They come out with passion every single day. That's what it's going to take for us to continue to move this program forward. Okay, so that was there's that is a lot in that. Okay. Um, it's now I will say this I will just add to what I've heard from people. Some of the practices are really chippy. Okay, so he's confirming that then. Yeah, that's not Kool Aid. It gets rough. Yeah, they're. The practices are rough. The other thing he said that goes along with that is that he said we've consistently run the ball well. Which which could be two sides of a story there. That could be, hey, good on the offensive line and running backs. Or it could be, hey, our, our concerns are validated with the defensive line yep. and the you lack of depth there or talent there in general. So it could, it. it could be a combination of both things where, hey, maybe the line is better than we thought on offense and the running backs are good. But also, yeah, you, you have guys out for the you know for the spring at the linebacker spot. You've got a lot of guys that are have graduated or moved on to defensive line. So that could truly be both sides just being different. Yeah, there. so that stops that 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 stops the Kool-Aid discussion. I would say right now I would be concerned, mm, sort of equal parts concerned and mm, 
encouraged if I was a Nebraska fan by the fact they're running the ball well. A lot of that is, man, I'll tell you one thing, they have three defined running backs. The top three is very defined. Not in that the order of the top three, but that there's a top three. Just like we've been saying for, for I don't know, a week. It's in some order, Yant, Jacquez Yant, Anthony Grant, and Ramir Johnson. And I'd say Ramir is not like, I mean, he's going to get used a lot. Maybe not as the starting running back. Um, but those other two are, that's, that's who's the top. And they're running well. And you'll believe it maybe at some point because he's, he's still getting back fully from injury that, that Gabe Irvin might jump sure. back in there. But, but you notice the name not in that conversation was, is Marquis Stepp. Yeah, not yeah. He's not. He's on another tier, and I don't think there's not anything wrong with saying that. I think Marquis Step, if he was sitting, if if he came on on the spillover today as a surprise guest, he'd probably say the same thing. Um, he's on the uh, he's on another plane right now. Doesn't mean that can't change. But the fact that they've run the ball, he said it. He, he said it. Sean Beckton said, that's one thing we've done well consistently is run the ball well this spring. Um, and they've been physical this spring. And then there's that discussion about Bush, which I maintained I maintained um, really from the start that that special teams, that special teams position is so critical um, because oftentimes co- teams start their days with the special teams meeting. And the special teams coach, the idea is to get the team jacked up. And Bush. It is important. And Bush can get a team jacked up. Okay? Because that, that's his deal. That's what he, that's his, he, he, he treats every day like fourth down. You know, me and you, sometimes it's second down in my world. You know? Sometimes we're just going to chuck it deep and see what happens. Sometimes we just fumble the snap and it's third and 15 all of a sudden. Crap. Uh, yeah, it can kind of be easy sometimes. We, we've got textures chiming in because you know, we—I told them to also keep us alert if there's Kool Aid. There's too much Kool Aid. Okay. You got you got people saying too much Kool Aid already. Okay. Here, here's Breezy. Okay, Breezy. At four six four five six okay, eight five. Text your call in as always. Breezy they says, call him the Breezy. <laughs> Breezy says I'm forty five years old. Okay. I'm done listening to what our coaches have to say. It's time. <laughs> To put up or shut up on the field, spring ball talk means nothing. Don't drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> they call me the breezy. Um, I understand where he's coming from, but I mean, you, then what? I mean, I'm not sure what we're supposed to do. I guess we could talk about the Final Four some more. <laughs> John Des Moines has chimed in yes, early. John, he's yes. up early this morning. He says, "Running the ball against who?" Getting close to Kool-Aid territory That's, here. I, I respect that, John. Which I said, it's a, with that conversation, it could be, hey, the, the O-line is better than thought and running backs are better, but also that could mean defensive line is as bad as we thought. It, you I haven't said it stop yet. No, I've been close a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I, I almost stopped you on the running game situation. Okay. Well, I mean, it's... I will tell you this. I think the picture up front is going to be better. Because of the reasons I've said, because there's a different mentality, a mentality that is more that more fits what the head coach wants, and I think I think that Rayola is kind of a quiet Donovan. Rayola is kind of a quiet, smiling assassin. He knows what's coming. Um, a, a quiet, smiling. He assassin. is. He's quiet. He's a quiet dude. Um, he's he's reserved, 
And but I, I think he's really confident in what they're what what they're doing up front. So I think there's I, okay. I, I'm surprised you didn't stop me there. How much further should I go with that? Well, you keep going. Okay, I'm. I'm there's another Walter point. has just said the Kool Aid uh, anti Kool Aid. Okay, hi, so Walter. Walter's Hello, here. Walter. Walter. He says he's had enough. He's had enough. <laughs> well, okay, then I'm gonna stop. I'll shift the conversation a little bit. He also talked about receivers. There's something I want to say. Okay, and this is directed mostly at myself. <laughs> But I, I think we all can be insensitive to people with injuries. You know, oh, he's hurt again. Oh, um, it's just he's just nicked up. He can play. Mm, that you know, Oliver Martin met with the media yesterday, and Oliver Martin had a knee issue in camp last last camp okay. last August That's, and he fought yeah. through it and he got to the first game and he what he had six catches for 100 plus yards against Illinois against yep. Illinois but he they aggravated the knee injury and he couldn't bend his knee pretty much for the rest of the season <laughs> and still now Oof. he missed multiple games but he, then he came back and still tried to play it was characterized as a minor injury but it wasn't a minor injury in fact the injury, he said, I, then I talked to him off the side a little bit, and he said, yeah, it caused me mild depression because I couldn't, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Well, imagine having that great game, even though they lost the game, and uh -huh. then you can't do anything for a month plus. Yeah, I could tell just when I'd that seen suck. him around the complex that he wasn't right. And then what you start thinking is, oh, he now here's what you start thinking, unfortunately. And I, this is where I'm, I'm trying to catch myself. And think about, hey, you got to be careful as an individual in sizing up people. He always looked down down last year. He did. I, but I didn't know what the deal was until he told me yesterday. I just asked him after he got off the podium, when you have an injury like that, how does it affect the rest of your life? He said, it's terrible. It affects your school. It affects everything. He said, and he said the words on the record. We were on the record. He said, yeah, I had, a, I had, I had mild depression because of, I wasn't able to do what I wanted hmm. to do. So I think you have to be careful in, in assessing guys that get hurt and glossing over it and saying, oh, it's first of all, saying it's not that bad. Okay. Okay. He can't bend his knee. Is that not that bad? He can't. He can't. It's use, pretty, pretty important thing it's pretty in football bad. and movement in general right. to bend your knee. Yeah. He can't explode. I mean, if you can't bend your knee as a receiver, how do you explode in and out of breaks? How do you run by anybody? How do you cut on it? It affected his whole – but then the, the, the residual part is equally important. It affects your whole life. First of all, you're in pain a lot. You've had injuries. I've had injuries, and I've noticed that. It, it kind of it messes up your whole – like sometimes I can't concentrate if my shoulders are really aching that day. It's hard to concentrate. Now, don't don't say I sound like a snowflake. Um, <laughs> I can say what I want. I'm not All right, so that, there was don't. that. Then the other thing that's going to be music to your ears, the headline. I'm not going to say the headline. I'll read a line from my column for tomorrow. How about that? Okay. This, this is what Sean Becton said. Uh, the thing. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The thing I've learned about Coach Whipple is he wants everybody involved, tight ends, receivers, running backs. Now we're going to get to the good part. Okay. However, Sean Becton said, 
there are certain plays that I know and the tight ends know that they're the first option. We've always been third or fourth. Now we've got multiple plays where we're the first option. The kids are really excited about that. We are more pass catchers in Coach Whipple's offense. Well, you know, I've utilized. I, I've been, Kool-Aid alert. You know, I have been saying for years on these airwaves. I know you have. What? What, about, what do I say? That get the ball to the tight Utilize end. Utilize the tight ends. Say, say that again. Utilize. <laughs> Throw it to them. They're open. You've got some talented guys. Austin Allen. Yeah, utilize. That's right. You, <laughs> utilize. That's my word. Yeah, that's a good Sticking word. Sticking with it. Yeah, Austin Allen <laughs> had quite a few catches last year. And you know what? He was first team all Big Ten because of it. He, and he might get drafted. Do you know? Here's what Whipple said, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not it like they didn't. Sounds pretty Kool-Aid, though, still. That sounds pretty it's not Kool-Aid. Like they, yeah, I know. It didn't, it's not like they didn't throw to the tight end last year. Hold on a second. They were first, They had a first-team All-Big Ten tight end, so they did, they did throw it to him last year. He was year. the Big Ten tight end of the year, Austin Allen. He had 38 catches. Well, that's, yeah, it's all it's first team. Right, 38 catches, the most season receptions in school history. <laughs> 38. Yeah, Vokalek had 11 uh, catches. Chris Hickman had three. Chancellor Brewington had three. And uh, Nate Borkercher had two. But those tight ends combined for just three TD receptions, which tells you what? They didn't get the ball in the red zone. Right. Which you would think you'd want to target your your big guys in the red zone. This is what Whipple yesterday told the media. Whipple met the media in his stocking feet. Um, He doesn't wear shoes to the media (laughs) gathering. still doesn't do that. (laughs) I'd like to know what he does on on game day. Does he wear shoes (laughs) to the sideline? Are we we talking about a a coach that during game day is going to be shoeless? No, he wears shoes. Can can you confirm that? Mm. Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen. You can't watch practice. I've seen photos. Photos. Of whip in practice with shoes on. I just see him during a a game against Oklahoma shoeless on the sideline. He does his media stuff. In his stocking feet. Wool socks yesterday on a cold day. And then you've seen photos with recruits. You know, they do those those photos, dumb photos that they have to take with recruits. Um, <laughs> Tell me your real thoughts on the photos. <laughs> Tell me um, your real thoughts. Oh, God. Don't get me started. And, um, and they do those dumb photos, and he's, he does, typically doesn't have shoes on. Um, anyway. Can I, can I get some response from people that would like to go anti-Kool-Aid here and respond to the Kool-Aid nature? This is what he says about the red zone and tight ends. This isn't, this isn't Kool-Aid. This is just a coach talking about stuff. Um, I think the size of those guys, tight ends, can help you in the red zone, Whipple said. That would be a place where six, five, six, six, seven guys can help. The windows are tighter, and you've got to be physical in catching the ball. And speed's not as important as it is learning about leverage on defenders. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm a genius here, but I, I have begged for tight end usage in the red zone. That's where those guys separate. I mean, come on, look at look at look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady found Gronkowski all the time throughout his whole career. He made he made a career out of that. I mean, obviously he had a lot of guys, but he hit Gronkowski in the red zone. Yes, he did. That he was impossible to cover at times because that's what they're supposed to Go be. Go ahead, say it again. Big please. giant freaks. Yell, yell, yell into the microphone one more time. Utilize the tight ends <laughs> properly. Okay, Corey, <laughs> our Corey. Utilize. Yeah, that's right. Utilize. Corey <laughs> has right. chimed in All regarding right. this tight end usage. He says, 
Sounds great. Do we have any tight ends left? Okay, though? that's all right. Corey, is that our Corey? That's our He's Corey. He's right on cue. Corey, well, you're on. I mean, that's the real okay, question. Okay, well, hold it's, on. It's wonderful you want to use them, but you got injuries problems. Here's what's happening right now. Yeah, so Fedoni. So Fedoni, there's good things about working at the press box on random days. I was, I was, I, you know, tricks. I told you had a bunch, had a people over the other day, ladies' uh, night. Yeah, a people over. I'll just say that, and I, okay. and that, that meant I had to vamoose, which means I got to go somewhere. Well, she doesn't want me around generally, especially when her friends are over. Yeah, um, get out of here, <laughs> that uh, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, so You're killing the vibe in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put your shirt on. Um, what are you repulsive? Where's your clothes at? Yeah. <laughs> you please put on some clothes? <laughs> anyway, I, so I went to the press box to work, of all places. Not the restaurant, but the actual press the box. The press box. In, at the at stadium. The Memorial Stadium, which is an incredibly good place to work because- It's quiet. The window is huge. <laughs> Out to the field. <laughs> you can see the whole damn city. Um, but anyway, then I'm, I'm leaving, and they're on crutches walking- in front of the stadium is Thomas Fedoni. On crutches. On crutches. Yeah, he's out. And he's got a big wrap on his knee. And I believe it was his left knee. Um, so he's out. And then you know that Chris Hickman, his arm is in a sling. Um, Chancellor Brewington has an injury undisclosed. And Vokalek is not practicing mm. because of off-season shoulder surgery. That's effectively your top four tight end. So he's talking about what AJ Rollins here then? Yeah. So what you're talking? No. Here's what you're talking about. Yeah. You're talking about Nate, three Nate redshirt Bro- freshmen. Borkercher. Yeah. Three. Please don't interrupt. Three redshirt freshmen: Nate Borkercher of Aurora, AJ Rollins of Creighton Prep, and James Carney of Norris. Now. The one that's really, really drawing praise, Kool-Aid style. Is Mr. Aurora, right? Yes. You go from Austin Allen from Aurora to Nate Borkercher of Aurora. Yeah. Last week, Frost, Scott Frost, head coach, said that they're highlighting Borkercher in the offense. This week... Sean Becton says the f- he identified Borkercher in front of the others. He said he's been very detailed. He's worked really hard in the weight room. He's really improved all facets. He's become a run blocker. And I don't think he's had a drop all spring. Okay. Rollins, however, AJ, had his best day of practice Wednesday, the coach said. Carney... Uh, James Carney did suffer a minor knee injury yesterday, but nothing. Oh yeah, nothing. They're dropping like flies. Nothing too bad, according. Not, nothing too bad, according to Beckton. So yeah, those young guys are getting a lot of work. But vocal. Okay, he said Vocalek could probably practice if he had to. That he's he's working on individual drills, and they could put him in pads probably. Um, but just probably save wear and tear on one of their better players this spring. And he, all those guys are actively involved in practice. You understand that? It just sucks that if they, this offense truly does want to utilize the tight ends more and throw to what? them more, that Fedoni is not going to be a part of that again. Well, he hurt his knee. I understand. It's, it's not, he can't control that. He had, he had right. hurt. But it sucks for a guy that became as the top tight end in the country that missed last year because of injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might miss, if not the whole season, a lot right. of the season again this year because of fair. injury. That's that sucks. Accurate. That's accurate. Uh, Vokalek is fine, though. He'll be ready to go. And all those guys are in practice mentally. They have a play sheet. 
all the guys that are hurt are expected to be there. It's not like they're not there. In fact, they're heavily involved. All right, that's the Kool Aid. Oh, we got a lot of a lot of textures coming in. Okay, tons of texts. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Logan in Kansas City. Hello, Logan. Says, why are we still making Kool Aid and drinking it? Three and nine last year. Five losing seasons in a row. I'm not getting my hopes up at all. I'm not going to pretend like I know what part of this team is good or bad. How many practices do they let the media watch? And only the warm-up period, right? No, we don't watch any of it. <laughs> Zero. But we have to talk about... I we mean, know we have, nothing until but, September. But do you understand... Now, now, here's the question I would ask. Do you prefer this to nothing? Should we just not cover Nebraska football? Is that what your suggestion is, Jake? No, the... The, the problem is this is that what we, what what's the alternative we here? have we Nebraska fans have really come to love the off season because you can't really lose no they've they've come around on what I used to say during the Riley era which is who cares what what they're saying let's see it in the fall which you remember I was saying what these guys are saying four years ago five years ago six years ago I get it but you still report what they're telling you and they don't frame it up as Kool Aid. I mean, there's going to be any team that's practicing is going to have some good moments and good elements. It doesn't make it Kool-Aid. An 0-11 team does some good things sometimes. I mean, you, you watch the Miami Dolphins, who are generally terrible, but sometimes you get encouraged, right. right? And it doesn't Sometimes mean, yeah. is the key word. Yeah, it's, but it's not Rarely. Kool-Aid. I don't say, oh, quit drinking the Kool-Aid. No, because sometimes they actually do things that are good. So it's I'm not the Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid now. It's not Kool-Aid when a coach reports that – uh, uh, Nate Borkacher is having a good spring. That's not Kool-Aid. The kid could be having a good spring. You know, it's not Kool-Aid to say that that it's not Kool-Aid to say Jacques Yant has lost 20 pounds. That's a fact. That's yeah, a it's fact. a fact. Um, it's not Kool-Aid to say these two guys are the first string, string centers. That's not Kool-Aid. That's just fact. If you don't want to if you don't want to <laughs> listen to the facts, don't listen to the show. Go listen to something else. It's fine. Don't tell me it's Kool Aid. <laughs> there, there is some Kool Aid there. Well, some of that, some of it's facts. Well, we some can talk Kool-Aid. about something else. You want to talk about the Dolphins? Sure. But all right, let's talk Ty- about the Tyree Kill, baby. Let's yeah. go, Jalen Waddle, yeah. Tyree Kill. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it. We're going to talk about it because we doing it in the show. If it's just all Kool Aid, why talk about it? Well. It, the thing, the alternative. If you can't say anything without people saying it's just Kool Aid, then let's not talk about the it. The alternative is that we'd have. Addressed- Don't listen to the show. That's what I would tell those guys. Don't listen. Go listen to something else. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, thank you. We yeah. did. We did address some negative things about the defensive line. So we're not. We're not exactly preaching Kool Aid on the show. I I started off the show the other day about saying that I'm in code red about the, the defensive line. Yeah. And that I'm probably going to stay that way until there's positive news there, which we'll get to next segment, potentially. Yeah. Some potentially positive news. Oh, I hear news. you. But not, I mean, there's sometimes there's just facts that come out of practice. Yeah, that's right. Just say There are sometimes. Yeah. Occasionally. <laughs> when we come back, I, I'm sure people will be drinking this Kool-Aid because this is a guy you really want. Uh, O'Shawn Mathis is going to make his way to Lincoln. For the spring game next Saturday. How much is he worth? Has it become pretty much vital that he finds his way to commit here? Pony up. Pony up is right. P. 
Pitch in. Get your dollars in, out. Get your dollars out. Get your out. Benjamins out. Yeah, this is six figures easy. So let's, we'll let's, let's go. We'll discuss next on early break. Let me take it.